Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is an author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Welcome to Stance for Health podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us, so glad that you've found us. If you're on any one of these platforms, either Amazon or you're listening through Spotify or even Apple, the old fashioned Apple podcast. <laughs> it's so funny because so many people are using different uh, modes to, to get a hold of us and to listen to us. And we're so grateful. Today is uh, an exciting day. I'm, a, I'm not too excited, as you'll figure out here in just a minute, as to why I'm not too excited. We're talking about MSG today and some of the hidden, uh, basically it's a hidden food addiction that we don't even know about. And uh, Karen is obviously here with me today. And we heard a funny story on Saturday that uh, Joyce Meyer had shared. And, you know, Karen's such a cook. I can only imagine her just laughing inside about it too. But yeah, you know, she makes some great food. And, and I can imagine Karen asking, Hey, 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 Rodney, what do you want for a uh, uh, cheesecake this week, you know, because she makes this amazing cheesecake and it's so healthy. I can imagine her coming to me on a given day and saying, "Hey, hon, uh, I'm gonna put a, a special ingredient in, in in this this week." And do you want to know what it is before I put it in there? I say, "Yeah, yeah. What is it? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna mix in about uh, two or three pieces of dog poop in there and stir it up really well. You won't be able to know the difference." Because for, for so long, again, we go back to some of the things that we've talked about in previous podcasts, we're in that idiom or that, that old fashioned, you know, story about the fish, the three fish that are swimming along and the old fish says to the two young fish, how's the water today? And they answer back, what in the world is water? We don't know what's in our food and we don't know what it's doing to us. So we assume when it's time, time to try to get rid of some unwanted pounds or put them away or drop them, that it's our fault. And Karen uh, has brought lots of really good information today and we're going to share back and forth. So MSG has basically been around since 1908 and it's an interesting story because it just so happened that when the USGI ate the Japanese rations, they went, ah, these taste so much better than ours. And they said, what is in that? And it was monosodium glutamate. It tricks the taste center in the brain. So this was introduced into our kitchen here in the, well, I was in Costa Rica, but my mom was very happy to be carrying back with her to Costa Rica some accent. That was the name of something that she would sprinkle it on 
green beans and should say, oh, look, they look so much greener. And all oh, the kids are eating their veggies, not knowing that basically that it is a toxin. It is a neurotoxin, an excitotoxin that in that part of the brain that has to do with taste, it can excite it to the point of death. Yes, those cells can actually die. They get so excited because that tastes so good. So that is what we're talking about, something that's been around for so long, and you think our bodies would get used to it, but it does not. The basic beat that we're trying to understand here and that what we're trying to get with this is if it's so harmful, why does our government allow it? How does it get in our foods? And what is monosodium glutamate anyway? And there's so many different names for it. How do I stay away from it? And it's, it's actually pretty simple to do. The, the challenge is that 70, about 70, 78% of our food has it in there and it's basically 21% sodium and some other contaminants and things like that. But what happens is it breaks up into glutamate and glutamate. When you think about what it is, it's, it's something that will bind with excess calcium and do damage and excite the brain to the point that, that particular cell, the neuron to the point of death. Because as, we, as you know, or as we could review, that, that beat that we're talking about here is getting fuel to that cell. It, and it needs stimulation. It doesn't need hyperstimulation, but it does need stimulation. It needs variety as well. In 1959, the, the FDA said MSG is quote unquote, generally recognized as safe. And that actually has an acronym, G-R-A-S. Wow, I'm going to run from that one. And it has remained that way ever since. But it's a telling sign that just 10 years, so in 1969, some of you have heard about what is known as the Chinese restaurant syndrome, which is where people in medical literature, after they eat MSG food that was on Chinese food, that they would have anywhere from numbness to heart palpitations and all kinds of issues with that. And so it was designated, oh, a few people are allergic to MSG. And so when you go to a Chinese restaurant, all you have to say to you, I want this plate without MSG. And it feels like that basically, FDA identified that as just short-term reactions to MSG. But it is actually as Dr. Rodney saying is dangerous as Dr. Russell Blaylock, a board certified neurosurgeon, wrote a book called Excitotoxins, The Taste That Kills. Wow. Generally recognized as safe? Just thinking about each of those statements, how that's just, uh, wow, that's, uh, that's quite an idiom there. Generally, acronym, I should say. So it can trigger or make worse learning disabilities, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's, a a long laundry list of those, because that glutamic acid is also used to initiate process in the body. So basically it uses it. If it's got too much of it, then it can be found within the heart's electrical conduction system. That's why the palpitations and the heart muscle itself 
And I don't know if any of you have ever heard of, of uh, don't want to give the, the brand name, but certain chips that are so hot that they are just notorious for they were doing some contests on it on TikTok and Instagram. People could eat those chips as fast as they could along with Red Bull. And young people were having seizures wow. because it was so, so intense. So what happens when people consume it regularly? Well, you think about what it's doing is very similar to what happens in the cell, anywhere in the brain, including pleasure and satiety centers. Because if you get a pleasure center fired off, and it's very similar to cocaine or some other narcotic, even sugar does the same thing. So here you are with sugar. It's an overstimulant of the brain. It doesn't need that much sugar. It doesn't need it that quickly. And your body's already toxified to that extent. The other part of it is, even though it's firing off those pleasure centers, it's destroying neurons at the same time. So it's actually like, in a way, it's like getting addicted to getting kicked in the head mm. because of what it's doing to the, seriously, what it's doing to the brain cells is very similar to, to getting punched. And yet your body craves it and wants more, which is why it's now put in everything. Yeah. And, and at the end, we're going to get, we can send you a list of all the different names. So again, we, we have a lot of compassion for you. If you're watching this or listening to this and, and you're, you're thinking to yourself, could this be the missing link to why I have numbness or burning sensations in my hand, tingling sensations, facial, facial pressure, feelings of tightness that you just can't explain? A chest pain, even difficulty breathing. And here's a, here's another one, headaches. Can you go figure? Why wouldn't you? We had a we have a story on that that we were Good wanting one. to carry some cookies that were advertised to us that would have all the vitamins that you wanted, that your body needed. And so we started eating one every afternoon about two. And boy, we wanted that cookie. I mean, but another thing happened. We started waking up every morning with a headache. And yeah. that's when we went to look at the ingredients. And here's the thing. One of the hidden ingredients or names for MSG is maltodextrin. And so we went back to that company and we said, we, you know, you've sent us all this product, we have to send it back. And they said, why? And we said, it's because it has maltodextrin in it. And their answer was, well, you'll find that in most of the ingredients at the, and I won't give the name, local health food store. So what's happened is the bar has gotten so low. And the reason that the food industry, and even in this case, a healthy cookie that was supposed to give me all my vitamins was putting it in there because truly at two o'clock every afternoon, it's where's my cookie. I want my cookie. Uh, and we had to, we, we just dropped it completely. And, and it's, you've, you've heard the expression before, nobody can eat just one. I wanted more than one of those cookies. <laughs> I was feeling really piggy, right? I wanted to eat the whole, the whole package. And as kids, we had the same kind of thing. I don't, I can't prove or disprove that MSG in any form was in any of the food that I was eating as a kid. I, I would have to reckon and look back on some of those packages and see some of the 
ingredients and not be surprised that it's in there. Well, for example, our chips that we allow ourselves to eat with the way that we eat are from, I will mention this company. They're not, we don't get a cut from it, but it's, it's here in Texas. It's called Siete, the number seven in Spanish, Siete. It has four ingredients. It has cassava flour, avocado oil, and sea salt, and just a teeny bit of coconut flour. And those are the four ingredients. I challenge you to grab your favorite potato chip bag and tell me how many ingredients are in there. And many of those will be under a disguised name. And I think that I love the way the article that we read about it was it called them pseudo ingredients. And here's the problem with it. Listen to this. Autolyzed yeast, textured protein, yeast nutrient, calcium cassinate, yeast extract, gelatin, hydrolyzed protein, sodium cassinate, or yeast food. Not a single one of those says MSG. And my other story on this is that just as we were going on this way of eating and eliminating all MSG, I had just purchased a large, at, at, a, at our favorite store, a large batch of garlic. And it was a spread, garlic salt, and it had the little green things in it. And on the front of it, in big letters, no MSG, turn the label over and it had maltodextrin. So those, if you have those names in there, now listen to some of the others, and we can send you this list if you want. DM us for this list. Flavor and flavorings, natural chicken, pork, or beef flavoring, bouillon, stock, broth, malt extract, malt flavoring, barley malt, enzymes, pectin, citric acid, cornstarch, In other words, there are a limited number of products that we allow into our body. And we can help you find those if you're interested and you're serious about eliminating this. One thing I I would say, you know, it sounds like I'm downing the federal government. And in some ways I am. And in some ways it's like, well, there is a labeling part of the labeling act is that at least they can, they have to tell you what's in there, even if it's a disguise, right? Even if it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. So I'm I'm grateful for that. Uh, I, I listen to that list, and if you're if you're unknowing or ignorant about this topic, and you've or you're hearing it for the first time, or you're hearing it another way for the first time, this can be a little overwhelming. It's like, what do I do? What can I eat? Yeah, because so, when we came back from Dr. Dan Murphy's seminar and said, okay, we're going to eat this way. And one of the main things that we needed to do was get rid of all MSG. We hit our pantry and literally. Two thirds of it was gone, maybe two thirds, maybe three fourths. And I was almost in tears because it was like, I was there. This is money. (laughs) And, and the joke is that we threw it in the trash and apologized to the trash can. So sorry, trash can. And the beauty of this though, is that we have emerged from that pseudo sadness of just monetary to where food now truly tastes good. A salad with organic strawberries and a homemade dressing. By the way, your salad dressings, uh, Mm. they've got all those ingredients in there. 
You're going to have to throw those out too, even if it says organic and no MSG on it because of all those flavorings. But now we eat that with some roasted pecans. Ah, you know, you're just like, oh God, you made this food so yummy and we're so satisfied with it. And I want to encourage you that not only is this possible, but it's just an effort that you can make a decision, a non-negotiable, we like to call it, that can have a huge impact on your body. I was addicted to sugar or to these foods. I thought it was sugar was part of it, but a lot of it was this. And because of those flavorings that I was liked, my body craved that. I thought I didn't have willpower. Now that we're eating the way that we eat, it's easy. It basically is easy. One of the things I want to recap here, and we're by no means is this an exhaustive topic, or should I say a podcast on the topic. I want to revisit something and look at for just a moment, not just this long list of things that you can't do. Karen is telling you the things that we do. And we started off by saying, do, do. <laughs> right. But none of this is impossible. I, we want to say, OK, on one end of this, this is really, gosh, it's severe. It's, it's uh, challenging. It's challenging. It's what else? It's, uh, it could seem overwhelming because just about every can you pick up has citric acid in it made from mold. That's another topic. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the other part of this is that I would really encourage you that the two things that, that they relate very nicely here is the topic of MSG and magnesium. So I'd really encourage you to listen to the podcast about magnesium, how that relates to this and how it protects you. If you don't decide to be radical about it, then you definitely need to get more magnesium, the right kind of magnesium in your diet. And that will really encourage you to listen to the podcast about magnesium. And if you don't listen to that, just start taking magnesium. Any kind of magnesium is better than none at this point. Maybe on the outside chance that you take too much citrate, you end up with a loose bowel. But magnesium glycinate, magnesium citrate, and malate along with uh, some other amino acids in there that help it to be uh, arginine. In, in fact, helps it be, to be absorbed. There's several different ways to get that, but we wanted, we want to say that here because of how much that relates to the topic of MSG or all the other names that we've, that Karen called it today. And it's not too late to start. No. We want to encourage you to start today. Obviously, you probably have already eliminated and asked at restaurants, I want food without MSG. The thing is, is that the other spices that they may use may have any of these other names. And those names will be in the show notes. So if you're serious about this, I encourage you to print that out and take it with you. I have to have my glasses or my husband with me to say, can we buy this now? <laughs> You're saying the funny part is, is that it seems like the less they put into things, the more expensive it is. We've also found some really good uh, workarounds at our favorite stores, and it makes shopping so easy. It is not boring what we eat. It just means that you've got to get a little bit more creative in how you prepare and health and good tasting food is there with no craving, with full satisfaction. It's one of the best parts of life. 
So again, what we're really saying here is that some of this lack of seeming lack of willpower to stop eating certain foods, now you have a, a potential reason to say, I, I think that I've been gamed and I and I could I could get rid of eating this food or stop eating this food if it wasn't for this chemical in here. That's what we're saying. And we're saying it in such a way that we really hope that you'll measure the rudiments of this and say, this makes sense to me at a, at a depth that I've never heard it before. If, you, if you're thinking that and you want to make a change, then just keep listening to these podcasts. We're going through all the different things that will help you live a better life. Not just We're not just talking about living life longer. We're living it better too, a better quality of life. As you continue to take your stance for health, we want to be here with you to continue to do that. We want to remind you that it's your choice. The choice is up to you. This is your body. This is your time. This is your earth suit. We've done it. We know you can do it. So stay with it. Thanks for listening today. We're so honored to have you here. We love you. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful. Please write a review. We'll see you next time.